1: Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have so much fun today because we're going back to my roots and talking about marketing. You know, there really is what I started doing 20-ish years ago. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like you know, we remove dates from things now. So we'll just say ish. Um, but please join me in welcoming B Zachary Bennett to our program today. Welcome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here.
1: Perfect, perfect. Okay, so first, do I call you B or do I call you Zachary?
0: Just Zachary is perfectly <laughs> fine. Uh, I, I love it. I get that question quite a bit. What does the B stand for? Yes. Like, what
1: what do does mean? the B stand for?
0: Well, you know, it's I kind of look at it um, in like a, a branding way. You know, okay. Michael J. Fox, the mm-hmm. J didn't stand for anything. Right. Well, B does stand for something, mm-hmm. but I use it for the same reason he mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. If you Google Zachary Bennett, which mm-hmm. is what you can call me, just call me Zachary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you Google that, you're going to get a Canadian actor. Ah. He's much younger than I am, and I'm not him. Mm-hmm. So if you want to find me, you have to Google "Be Zachary Bennett. Then I show up all over the internet.
2: Perfect. But, Perfect. Uh,
0: that, that's why I have to stick my first initial in there, because <laughs> otherwise I'm Canadian. You right.
2: Know. Right. Canadian. <laughs>
1: Marketing tip, right there. You know, you have got to be able to be found. Um, you know, and and we'll we'll talk about that more later. But but yeah, I mean, it's just, I I love that. You know, a lot of people have the initial there because it was a parent or you know something like that, and and um and you know they don't want to be called junior, so they go by their sure. middle name. Well, but it, it
0: cool. seems to really throw people off. I mean, it's like middle initials are accepted, but first mm-hmm. initials, everybody questions it. Right,
1: right. Well, I tell you, you know, I look at it and I go, yeah, you're just cheating the alphabetical system.
0: (laughs) You you remember Yellow Pages.
1: Yes, yes, I know, you know, where, where everybody was aardvark. So cool. Okay. We're giving away our age now.
0: (laughs) I have 20-ish years of my career as well. So
1: we're just, we're just going to stick with ish. Yeah, we (laughs) we like that. Well, speaking of your 20-ish year career. Tell us how you got to where you are today and how you discovered that this is your passion in life.
0: Well, that's actually can be quite a long story. I started off um, my career really as a recording artist, as a musician. Okay. Um, and, you know, I wrote songs, released mm-hmm. records, that sort of thing. I had my own independent record label. Wow. And then when I decided to start a family, I put those creative talents to use in corporate America because mm-hmm. a lot of it's the same. Right. Uh, you know, creative is creative. Mm-hmm. And managing a band in mm-hmm. a band's image mm-hmm. is very similar to managing a brand for right. a company. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I ended up. Uh, going into the, uh, I worked at several big agencies over the years, worked with, uh, several fortune 500 companies that people have all heard the name of. And then I, you know, once I settled down and decided to, to have a family, I looked around, I had two young children and I was traveling three and four days out of the year, out mm-hmm. of the week, mm-hmm. out of the year I wish out of the week. So I wanted to stay home, you know, watch them grow up because that's why we have children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. So I I decided to, uh, to start my own agency
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, that was actually prompted by a, a call. I got a call into my office one day with this small business company that wanted to work with us. Mm-hmm. Well, if, when you're a smaller company and most of my clients are these big Fortune 500 mm-hmm. mammoths, it's kind of hard for them to compete budgetarily right. mm-hmm. on the same level. But I thought to myself, hey you know there's there's a, a niche here. Mm-hmm. If I can work with these smaller companies, mm-hmm. then maybe I can stay home more and not travel across mm-hmm. the coast you know coast to coast all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I started my own agency serving uh, you know smaller to regional mm-hmm. sized businesses as opposed to the huge mm-hmm. ones and uh, and you know started getting my my feet wet that way. Uh, And one of the things that I noticed, interestingly enough, when going from these huge companies to smaller companies is, you know, when you're dealing with Bank of America, your contact is the VP of marketing. Right. They they have a degree in marketing. They Mm -hmm. understand how marketing works. Mm -hmm. When you go to these smaller companies, Mm -hmm. they don't know how marketing works. Right. You know, they understand, you know, I make a widget. I make a very good widget. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. So I ended up spending a lot of my time educating people on the way that marketing is supposed to go. Cause they, you know, they just don't know. Mm-hmm. And actually they shouldn't have to know. That's mm-hmm. why there's people like, right, like
1: me. right. They need to focus on their widgets.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, but they need to know enough to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time doing, uh, doing education. Mm-hmm. I started doing uh, speaking engagements mm-hmm. and um, I'm a regular speaker for uh, the SBA um chambers of commerce Mm -hmm. uh score sbdc different whoever (laughs) wants to speak i you know i come it's one of the ways that i serve the business community Mm -hmm. um and uh, out of that uh people started asking me hey you know do you have a book do you have a book Mm -hmm. evidently that's a prerequisite for yes
1: oh yeah we've all heard that you must have a book Mm -hmm. so uh
0: you know i was talking to my wife one day and she was like you know you really should think about doing that Mm -hmm. and so um you know, it, it was asked for, but she was really the catalyst that got mm-hmm. me to, to do it. You're
1: a wise man. You're yeah. When your wife says do something, you're like, yes, honey.
0: <laughs> well, the, the fact that the world shut down for COVID kind of gave me time ah, to do it. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah.
1: you really weren't traveling then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So, um, you know, I I spent a good amount of time, wrote Mm -hmm. down a a lot of my thoughts that way, tried to find Mm -hmm. a different angle. Mm -hmm. You know, there's tons of business books out there. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. tried to find something that was uh, packaged in a unique way that people Mm -hmm. could understand different Mm -hmm. that really had, you know, like you said, passion in it. Right. That's really what it's about. Serving the the business community is something because I've worked with the big big guys, Mm -hmm. I, I value smaller businesses mm-hmm. and, and really a lot of their innocence that's there mm-hmm. too, but a lot of people get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, that raises the hair on my, the back of my neck and I'll, mm-hmm. you know, bear up against people when they do that. So mm-hmm. I, I fiercely protect uh, small mm-hmm. business now.
1: <laughs> Great. I love it. Yeah, and it's funny, as you were talking, I realized I didn't read your bio. We just leaped right into this. And I'm not going to read the bio because you covered covered quite a bit of it. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you mention the companies you've worked with, it you know, it is the big guys, it's Bank of America, it's the limited, it's Victoria's Secret, Lowe's, mm-hmm. Home Improvement, Um, Campbell Foods, and and you know, even even more. Um, you know, you've you've got your own podcast, which we'll talk about. Um, and the company that you founded, um, and and I I love this. Uh, it, it, the the name of your company and I just lost it where is the name of your company <laughs> Yo, know, we're just gonna have a great time today um,
0: it's so, Reformation Productions yes,
1: yes and so tell us it, so that name say it again and then tell us how you came about that name because sure. that is part of the branding process
0: sure it's uh, Reformation Productions mm-hmm. and uh, actually the the I get asked this and it's, it's not as interesting a story as people would think but <laughs> um, it actually started. Back when I was a musician, Mm -hmm. it was my band name was Reformation. Oh, okay. So it was the Reformation was my band. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, I left that. I started working in in marketing agencies Mm -hmm. and I had a client that wanted me to write music for them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I had to be able to build them. Separately mm-hmm. from the agency because the agency mm-hmm. didn't write music. So they, they kind of sublet that out to me. Mm-hmm. It was Campbell's, Campbell Foods. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had to, you know, come up with a name for them to write the checkout to. Mm-hmm. So it was a Reformation Productions was the, the company name oh, that okay. I used. And then when I decided to go off on my own, I already had that established as a business mm-hmm. And so that's what we, we went with. Now, mm-hmm. I, I tell people that that's the truth behind how it came about. But the justification for it is uh, we help people uh, reform the way that they think about okay. business mm-hmm. and the way that they do things. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people come to me, they've been doing it this way, and it, it just hasn't been correct. Mm-hmm. So we literally have to change the way that they right. think, very much like you know Martin Luther in mm-hmm. the Reformation mm-hmm. movement. Right. Uh, so that's kind of how mm-hmm. I, I've tied it in with with uh, more meaning for the business mm-hmm. community, but it didn't start that way.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you know, you mentioned that that your lovely wife said, "Hey, you know, write this book," and you did. It's called "And You Know Play Vanna." You know, let oh. us see what it looks like. Married to Marketing: A Relationship <laughs> Guide to Business. And yes. I love that title and and the concept. And and you know, it's it's it is a great book. One of the things that you talk about is it's a quick read, yeah. um, and it is. You know, business people are very busy. They need that high level, you know, of, of expertise, but how did you come up with the concept that it's married to marketing?
0: Well, um, the, the idea behind it is uh, to really make it where people can understand marketing. Marketing can be very confusing to people that are, aren't Mm -hmm. educated in it. And it's scary for a lot of business owners because business owners don't, they like to keep their money close Mm -hmm. to their chest. Mm Marketing is something that every business has Mm -hmm. to to, uh, have an expense item for, right? Mm -hmm. So it's scary for people, kind of like a lawyer is. Mm -hmm. And so I try to make it relatable for people as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And so I use the romantic relationship Mm -hmm. as a comparison, like a parallel to the business Mm -hmm. relationships, Mm -hmm. because your business and your consumer relationship is not far off from the Mm -hmm. husband and wife relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you go through, and you you first off, you have to prepare yourself when you're super young, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you go through courtship, mm-hmm. you go through an engagement period, then you get get married, and you mm-hmm. try to live happily ever after. All businesses want to do is find their best audience mm-hmm. and live happily ever mm-hmm. after. Right. So I kind of use that uh, analogy to to walk people through uh, not only what marketing is, mm-hmm. but how we do it, how mm-hmm. we go about it, using that parallel Mm -hmm. as a way that they can Mm -hmm. relate to because a lot of people they don't understand Mm -hmm. you know high corporate jargon Mm -hmm. and all of that but everybody understands boy meets girl Mm -hmm. right so that's kind of the the path that I went down Mm -hmm. with this and and kind of talk about the relationship building Mm -hmm. using something most people can relate to right
1: Right. You know, and and I I love the book. I thought that the concept was great because it did make it easy to understand. You know, the, the little light bulbs went off because, you know, as you said, we're used to relationships. Whatever your relationship is. I mean, you know, and and um and you did take a, a traditional aspect in the you know approach in the fact that, you know, there there is that courtship, you know, there's there's, right. you know, all of those, it's not really internet dating. I mean, all of those various <laughs> things. But um, you know, I love the fact that that it really is a process, you know, and and what happens frequently with small business owners or big business owners is we skip steps. You know, and, and one of the, my favorite parts in your book was where you talk about the fact that, you know, we, we think we, as the business owner have the greatest widget in the world (laughs) and, you know, and then, oh my gosh, nobody buys our widget. So, you know, kind of walk us through some of the mistakes that we might be making when, when we're doing Mm. that.
0: Um, well, the, the the to your widget story, um, you, you know, you can make the the best widget in the world, but if nobody knows about it, then mm-hmm. it's your hobby. It's mm-hmm. not a business, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, understanding the steps that you go through, and and a lot of times taking advice from your mm-hmm. friends is not good, right? Because your friends generally don't know business, mm-hmm. uh, unless you're friends with somebody that's you know C-suite, mm-hmm. up, right. Understands how business mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but a, a lot of the mistakes that I hear is people get cold feet with um, spending money. Everybody's mm-hmm. heard you have to spend money to make money. Mm-hmm. It's been a cliche for as long as I've been alive. Mm-hmm. But where to spend that money? Mm-hmm. Somehow there's a, a confusion with people as to what marketing is. And mm-hmm. the reason why that happened is because somewhere back in the 70s, businesses started shying away from the word sales.
1: Right. Because we all sales- went, ew, I don't want to be yeah. in sales.
0: Sales. You had to use car but that mm-hmm. took advantage of people. Mm-hmm. So companies started merging the two and calling it marketing and sales. Mm-hmm. Well, marketing and sales are not the same thing. Right. They, they, they sleep in the, in the same yes, house. Yes,
1: they, they, they coexist. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But because of that, it started to dilute what marketing meant. Mm -hmm. Um, And so people are just generally confused as what all it means is communicating your business to the public. Mm -hmm. That's what marketing means. Mm -hmm. Taking your product to Mm -hmm. the market marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a a very scientific way to go about doing Mm -hmm. that. That's been perfected by, you know, these huge mammoth mammoth Mm -hmm. companies Mm -hmm. over the years that smaller businesses just don't understand. They just don't. Mm -hmm. So uh, walking through that process, doing it all correctly, Mm -hmm. Is something that is a must if you want it to mm-hmm. be as good as they are, right? Because they, they know that they mm-hmm. know the process, and everybody uses the process because it works. Mm-hmm. Small businesses try to skip it because they don't either don't want to take the time mm-hmm. or they don't want to take the investment to do mm-hmm. it properly. Right. And the problem is if you don't do it properly, you fold your doors. Mm-hmm. I've seen many a business that um, you know that they, they start off really strong. They make mistakes and then they go under. Mm -hmm. I hate seeing businesses Mm -hmm. that fold. Right. Uh, But if you don't do it right, it Mm -hmm. may take a while, but Mm -hmm. that's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so I try to walk them through, you know, the best ways to accomplish Mm -hmm. what you're trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. and without, you know, cutting corners. Mm -hmm. Most of my my clients come to me when they've tried to do as much as they can on their own Mm -hmm. and they finally realize that they need professional help. Right. So at that point, I say, okay, let's usually, nine times out of ten, let's go back mm-hmm. and fill in the holes mm-hmm. that you left mm-hmm. out. Because if you had done those, you wouldn't be in this position mm-hmm. that you're in mm-hmm. now. So uh, you know, go back, fix the branding, figure mm-hmm. out who they are. So many companies have no idea what their identity is. Mm-hmm. They're out there, they're, they're, they're making widgets, they're serving sandwiches, mm-hmm. and they have no clue what their company's, personality is mm-hmm. i'm like well you have to figure out that first mm-hmm. otherwise you're just like everybody else right you know right. so going through perfecting those steps figuring out what they are mm-hmm. that's all the branding foundational stuff that mm-hmm. most companies have to do before you ever get to tactics and strategy mm-hmm. right so skipping those homework steps is probably mm-hmm. the biggest mistakes that i see right because a lot of people literally come to me to fix that
2: mm-hmm
1: yeah. I mean, you know, one of the biggest mistakes that I always see people make is the fact that they don't know who they are selling their product to,
2: That's you know, a, yeah. and, and
1: I'm sure you hear this every time you say, you know, now who is your target market? And they smile at you and they say, everyone no i mean you know it it doesn't matter what it is and i i i you know i I talk about this all the time on this on the program because to me that that if you don't know that you're not going to do anything i mean you might sell you might be even successful but you could be more successful if you had a specific target market and it's funny there was a commercial on tv the other day where and it was for hand lotion and you know and and so it goes through this whole thing of, you know, if you, if you have dry skin, if you, so kind of the question mark type of thing as to why you might need hand lotion. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, and, and I think it, you know, was for sensitive skin. I mean, you know, it was, it was getting really pretty tight, but then it ended with whatever the name of the lotion was, is for everyone. And I went, no. <laughs> Because they just took it down and then went, you
2: know,
1: and, and so, and, and that, of course, especially when you're starting out, we want to sell our widget to as many people as we can sell our widget to. So, you know, being told, okay, you you need to figure out those hundred people that are really going to be the best people for your widget, as opposed to the 10,000, you know, or more, that's really hard for
0: people. It is. And that's that's why it's one of the, the exercises that we walk through because it seems like it should be obvious. Mm-hmm. But if you've never studied people, mm-hmm. it's hard to pull out what those traits are right. and how, how they're different from other people mm-hmm. to zero in on what makes them tick. You know, mm-hmm. I tell people marketing is creativity, yes. Mm-hmm. Strategy, yes. But it's also psychology. Mm-hmm. We have to know how people tick. What's going to influence them? How are we going to infiltrate their everyday Mm -hmm. lives in a way that's positive? Mm -hmm. We can give them what they actually Mm -hmm. need. I always tell companies, your job isn't to push your product on people. Mm -hmm. Your job is to find people that need your product and then Mm -hmm. be there. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't find them if you don't know who they are. Right. So yeah, one of the the first pieces is studying who your target audience is Mm -hmm. going to be so that you can be as smart and as efficient in your tactics as possible mm-hmm. when you go after them. Right. You know, the 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 company that you were talking about, I don't know who it was, the skin lotion people, there everybody is not is, is it really isn't right. their target. Mm-hmm. Even though they said that it's mm-hmm. people with dry skin mm-hmm. that can afford whatever their bottle is mm-hmm. to begin. With. Mm-hmm. Probably only in a certain part of the world. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's lots of ways to narrow mm-hmm. it down. And you have to narrow it down and figure out, okay, what does my target audience look like? Mm-hmm. And I literally on the whiteboard, I, I draw a picture. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, an example of what mm-hmm. your uh, consumer profile, they call them personas now.
1: An avatar. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> know, they,
0: but this is what they look like. Mm-hmm. This is what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. This is how we have to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And then you just follow suit. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. You know, I even tell people find a picture, you know, of, of that avatar, that persona and stick it to your computer monitor And, and then you're talking to them every time, you know, and, and, and that's, you know, seems to, and, and you might actually have, you know, a couple people there, but you're not going to have the global population you know, or even, you know, everybody in your city or, or things like that. I mean, it, it really does help you to focus when you're like, okay, this is Bob. Bob buys my product. What am I telling Bob about my product? I'm not going to worry about Sue. You know, Sue might buy it, but I'm not going to worry about her. Right.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah, you have to figure out um, who people are, what makes them tick, speak mm-hmm. to them. That it, It's going to go outside of that. Mm-hmm. But if you become really good at being the best friend to whoever your target mm-hmm. actually is, then, then there's plenty of people mm-hmm. in the world. You'll be set. You right. uh, right. Figure out who they are, mm-hmm. figure out how to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of, of marketing and advertising for that matter, that's another thing, marketing and advertising aren't the same thing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that has to do with, um, reflecting who your customer is when they look at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you if you are buying a house, uh, realtors will stage the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could be a completely empty house. They'll bring in furniture. Mm-hmm. The reason why they do that is it makes it easier for the, the buyer, the person that's mm-hmm. coming in to look at the house, to imagine themselves sitting right. there. We and the it's counterintuitive thing. because yeah, when I see thing.
1: that gray couch, I'm thinking, but wait a minute, I have two blue chairs. Right. But it still helps you go. Okay, the space, the you know, right. it, it, it does help you
0: conceptualize it. Yep. Yeah, we do the same oh, thing. We lost your video. Oh no.
1: Oh no. Oh no. Still have audio though, so keep going.
0: All right, I'll turn it back. I don't know how that happened.
1: Okay, we're back. Don't know what happened to your video, but <laughs> you know, it it really is figuring out who we you know who we want to market to is the absolute most critical part of this. Um, because you know, and, and you talk about this in your book, the worst thing is to waste time and waste money. Um, right. you know, and 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 marketing is different than advertising, is different than PR, is different than um, than sales, but they all do have to tie together. And business owners just don't always and you know, they they don't understand that it it all ties together.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh I, and I a lot of times what I do, and I do this because I you know, like I said, I do a lot of speaking engagements to to educate people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I have questions about okay, no, that's PR. Mm-hmm. No, that what you're talking about is advertising. Mm-hmm. Advertising is paid me.
1: Yes, and I'm PR's paid. not paid. <laughs> right. well, the,
0: the other thing that, that I get is is people uh when you say branding, everybody mm-hmm. knows the word branding now. It's a buzzword. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of business owners still have no clue what that means. Mm-hmm. When I ask them what their brand is, they'll show me their logo. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, uh-uh. that's something that represents your brand, mm-hmm. but it's not your brand. So mm-hmm. we have to go through and educate them on, mm-hmm. you know, what are these things? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of, of elements that, you know, it's one of the reasons why I do the education pieces, because mm-hmm. while they don't have to know everything, mm-hmm. they have to know enough to, to be successful mm-hmm. and confident in what they're doing. Right. Because as much as as I can can tell businesses, this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. I can't make them do it. Right. It's like the old adage of you know you could take the horse to water, but you mm-hmm. can't make them drink. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what to day what to do all day long, mm-hmm. but you have to have the passion, mm-hmm. the drive to follow through. Mm-hmm. That's being a business owner is not easy. It's something that mm-hmm. only a few people in our society are able to do. Right. It's a big responsibility. Mm-hmm but I can't make you do it. I mm-hmm. can guide you, but mm-hmm. I can't make you do it. Right. And so, um, you know, that's a, a big piece of it as well as, you know, finding what those right steps mm-hmm. being wise enough to have somebody that's mm-hmm. an expert to help you walk along. Mm-hmm. But if you don't pull the trigger, there's nothing that expert can mm-hmm.
1: do. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it really does come back to some very basic things you know one of the the first things I mean, you know we talked about the fact that you know i've i've got this widget i think it's the greatest widget in the world and i'm going to sell gazillion widgets well nobody might actually want my widget um and and that's what gets confused and you know you mentioned don't take your know, advice from your friends your friends are going to say oh my gosh that's the greatest yeah. thing in the world i'd buy it but you know and then weird like, i still can't get over the fact that pet rocks made millions of dollars they were rocks, you know, and, and, and clearly anybody with, you know, anywhere could be making our own pet rocks and, and things like that. But yeah, I mean, it was just one of those stupid things that you have no idea why it sells. And, and sometimes your widget might actually be the greatest sure. thing in the world. But if, as you said, if people don't know it exists, if they don't know what it does, then it really doesn't matter, um, you know, and and so that is the tricky part is figuring all of those things out, and and you know we're, it's it's kind of like you know we've given birth, you know we you know kind of back to this this marriage analogy, you know we we have this product, we you know we put it out there in the world, and we're so proud of it, and first of all we can't fathom that not everyone in the world is not going to love this thing, um, you know, and, and more importantly we just assume that they will.
0: Yeah. The, one of the things that, that I've noticed is uh, people that create a, a project like a, a widget uh, or, or service either, mm-hmm. either one, uh, they think it's brilliant. They think it's wonderful because they understand mm-hmm. it. Right. They don't understand that a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. You know? And the reason why the Pet Rock was successful is all about packaging. Mm -hmm. It's all about how it was marketed. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter how smart your widget is. Mm -hmm. If it's packaged poorly, it's not going Mm -hmm. to Mm sell. You have to come across as a professional. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if you have an alternative target, then you have to be a rebel. Mm -hmm. You have to whatever is going to fit. Mm -hmm. But if you're not packaged correctly, Mm -hmm. if your story doesn't doesn't resonate with the people that Mm -hmm. want to buy it, they're going to ignore you. Mm doesn't matter if it really is great, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's, you know, it has to go together. It has Mm -hmm. to be something that uh, aligns with the people that are going to Mm -hmm. purchase it. You know, in our lifetime, uh, the way that marketing works has really changed. Mm -hmm. It started off, if you remember when when we we were younger, I don't know how old you are, but
1: I'm older than you. I'll just tell you that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, even I remember when you could actually have an advertising message that was simply buy my product. Mm -hmm. You know, you were out there, you were telling people the millennials and the iPhone generation, they don't want you telling them, buy my product. No. You, you have to work your way into mm-hmm. their life and become mm-hmm. something that, oh, yes, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. It is You come at them with a, a, hey, my product is great. You should buy it. They're going to ignore you. Mm-hmm. Uh, In fact,
1: they'll do the opposite. They're like, no way. And I'm going to tell right. my friends not to buy it either.
0: Yep. So it's a, it's a different world mm-hmm. than it used to be. And a lot of people, a lot of business owners are, are older. They're, you know, Gen X-ish. Uh, or maybe even a, a little older, um, and they we have a certain way of thinking mm-hmm. that the younger people, the people that buy things, mm-hmm. aren't. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have to learn to think outside of mm-hmm. ourselves, mm-hmm. And, and which is why the target customer is so important. Like you mm-hmm. were saying, mm-hmm. we have to learn to think like they do.
1: Yes, to mm-hmm.
0: see things like they do, mm-hmm. so that what we say is going to actually matter.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and it does come back to that marriage analogy. You know, you have to figure out who you want to date. Um, you know, who who appeals to you, and, and of course, when we're first starting out, it's like anybody, <laughs> really. You know, it, it, it's it it is back to that. But then we figure out no, you know, here are certain characteristics that I value in a partner, and we start narrowing it down and narrowing it down to hopefully just one person. <laughs> that's, you know, that's yeah, we're just going to stick with that. Um, but and then then you mentioned you know the packaging how are we presenting ourselves? Right. You know, if, if the person that I'm attracted to, or, you know, is, is say a a professional, you know, very businesslike, then, you know, if I go in wearing my hippie dippy clothes, they're not okay. even going to look at me, right. um, you know, and, 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 you know, let's see, ignore that, you know, superficially, we're supposed to ignore all of that. And, but, but we do, I mean, we pay attention, right? Absolutely. You know, even if it's just, Ooh, he wears a pink shirt. I mean, they could be the greatest person in the world, but if I'm right. not a fan of a pink shirt, then you know that it goes from there. But yeah, and and so it is all of that packaging and figuring out what is going to appeal to the person I want to date. Um, right. You know, and and then and and you mentioned in your book we kind of you know have to to shift and and meld a bit to you know, to to meet their expectations without. Really changing ultimately who we are. And I think that's, you know, obviously in relationships, we make those mistakes, but we also make those mistakes clearly in our products where we were selling something that isn't, you know, even if it's just, hey, I've got this great widget in the world, but you're going to have to wait a month to get it you know, no people in this day and age, I'm, I wanted it yesterday. I wanted you to know I wanted it. And so all of those expectations and things have to be managed just like they do in, in, uh, you know, dating and then a marriage.
0: Sure. And, it, and it's a two way street, mm-hmm. you know, as, as much as the, the, uh, the the groom has to be attracted to the bride. Mm-hmm. If the bride doesn't want it, there's no right. marriage happening.
1: Right? Not going to make it, yeah. So, mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of business owners think that the customers are just, mm-hmm. you know, people that do whatever they say mm-hmm. and they're not. Mm-hmm. You have to compromise. They mm-hmm. they and they have, You mm-hmm. have to meet in the middle for right. it to be successful. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're going to buy into your product, mm-hmm. be disappointed, and then badmouth mm-hmm. you. And right. how many times do we have wives clubs that do that? Right? Mm-hmm. Badmouth mm-hmm. the husband. So, yep. Um, that's something that we have to, to, to look out for and, and make concessions. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, is a lot of, we, we talked about the newer generation, mm-hmm. a lot of the newer generation, they want people that align with their thoughts and their mm-hmm. philosophy. Right. So you have to decide to yourself, okay, what do I stand for? What am I willing mm-hmm. to stake my business on, mm-hmm. um, that's going to align with other mm-hmm. people? If it's going to alienate people, you mm-hmm. might not want to make it a, a platform for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still think it, but you don't want to step on it if it's going to alienate half of your audience.
1: Right? Um, That's why are, I tell people: don't post about politics.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's one of the 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 maturity aspects of. Uh, of being a, mm-hmm. a, a responsible business owner or an adult, you know, mm-hmm. when when the, when you're young, you're you know, oh, it doesn't matter what they look like or what kind mm-hmm. of car they drive or what. I just want to be in love, which is great, <laughs> and until we all did that, right? Then mm-hmm. you realize you're eating out of a can? Mm-hmm. You know, Th- then all of a sudden your mind mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some reality that a mm-hmm. maturity that's involved, and you have to do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. To be acceptable to other people, it's just—it's mm-hmm. a reality. Right. It's not—it's not the you know, altruistic way that people mm-hmm. think of it. But with maturity comes recognizing mm-hmm. that sometimes you—you you have to make hard choices. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know,
1: and and then you know uh, the tricky part though is you still have to be unique. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and in, in your book, you mentioned Coca-Cola, you know, we're both here in Atlanta. This is where Coke is based. Absolutely. I am, I'm a lifelong Coca-Cola drinker. I can, if you give me a glass that, and one or two glasses, one has Coke, one has Pepsi. I can tell the difference every time Absolutely. Um, yeah. to me, they just taste very different. And, and of course, you know, it's, it's funny because down here, everything is, you know, soda and, you know, and, and, and it's really hard to go find Pepsi. I mean, you know, you, yes. it's, but, but uh, it's what, Twenty-ish years ago, when Coke decided—and you talk about this in the book—that it wanted to be more like Pepsi, and so it came out with the new Coke, and we all went yeah <laughs> because it was sweeter. I mean, that's that really is the difference between them. Is Pepsi is a sweeter drink, right. um, you know? And, and we all went, yeah, and their you know sales plummeted, and and it was such a weird thing because I remember thinking they were doing really well. Why did they think they had to change? Um, You know, and and then, of course, they went, okay. And they were smart enough to go, this didn't work. And so then we had classic Coke.
2: Right. And and, and I remember it said that
1: on the cans. Right. Perfect. And, you know, and then pretty soon they went, okay, new Coke is just not going to sell. And, and so then we went back to just Coca-Cola um,
0: they slowly, you know, it, without making an announcement, just yeah. kind of put those off the shelf.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, you couldn't buy them anymore. And, and, you know, because they didn't want to admit, Oh, we screwed up. Right. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it is one of those things where we, you know, trying to be like everybody else They're just going to buy the other product. I mean, you know, if you're trying to be sweet like Pepsi, then why not just buy
0: Pepsi? Right, right. Yeah, sometimes chasing the competition is not the right answer. Mm -hmm. You have to be different. You have Mm -hmm. to be different. If you're not different, there's no reason for somebody to choose Mm -hmm. one over the other. Right. Except for price. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to compete on price Mm -hmm. and be be Kmart, you remember Kmart was the… If you want to be that, Mm -hmm. there's an audience for you. Mm -hmm. But if you want to be a premium product, you Mm -hmm. don't want to be Kmart. You, right. know, you have mm-hmm. to figure out what's going to make you different. Mm-hmm. You were talking about uh, Coca-Cola. Of course, we have the Coca-Cola Museum here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually did on my podcast, I actually did an entire series studying the Coca-Cola brand from ah. the very, very beginning. And the museum is very now. cool. Mm-hmm. It, is. it is. I actually have shots from that in my episodes because mm-hmm. my, my podcast is video as well. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but yeah, you being from here, you might in, enjoy that. It goes through it mm-hmm. all the re- mm-hmm. Why did they do that? It's mm-hmm. all listed there. I'm not going to go into it now because this is not a Coca-Cola show, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, they, there everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. How they handled that mistake. That's where the mm-hmm. brilliance comes in, Right. Right. Cause they, they made a mistake. Yes. It was a dumb idea to do that, mm-hmm. but the way that they handled it, opened up, you know, retro products Mm -hmm. for the world.
1: Right. Oh yeah. Then things were classic. I mean, that, that really was the thing we all went, Ooh, we like classic. Yep.
0: Yep. And uh, now, nowadays there's a lot of things that you, you look for that you can't find, you Mm -hmm. know, when stranger things came out, they actually did a limited uh, production of new Coke Mm -hmm. because stranger things is set back Mm -hmm. in, uh, you know, that time period. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, they had these little uh, pop-up uh, immersive experience events mm-hmm. that Stranger Things did to promote their show, mm-hmm. and at it they had new Coke. Oh. It's the first time I had had new Coke in a long time, and mm-hmm. you know what? It tastes just like Pepsi. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's just sweeter. I mean, that's that's the thing, you know. And and I, one of the things that that I discovered, you know, and I've been to the the Coke Museum several times. I mean, I love their advertising area. I mean, that's just sure. that's very cool, but. They do make it very differently in different countries, nice. um, you know, and, and, you know, like the, the, the one, you know, and, and that's because people just have different tastes. And so they weren't trying again to force Coke on people the way that, that, you know, the, the brand that we have here, I mean, it's still Coke and, you know, or whatever the the brand is, but you know, like, they've got the orange version. They've got all sorts of different things. And, and, you know, if, if you go, I mean, you, you've done this, I've done this, you get to taste those other things. And some of them were like, Um, (laughs) yeah, but, but it's what appeals in that country, you know? And, and so again, it is like the marriage. It's like, okay, you know, you, you, you don't like me like this. So I'm going to be like this. And I'm okay with being like that. I mean, that's right. the other thing is if you're kind of making a change, you have to be fine with making that change. Yeah. You know, the the big word that we hear over and over and over again is authentic. You know, you still have to be authentic to yourself. So, okay, so I can be this in one country and this in another country, and I'm cool with it.
0: Right. Well, you you talk about the the you know other countries. I, I have clients that that are are international and they deal with with other um you know, other countries. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, because I have, you know, a history with fortune 500 companies mm-hmm. that also had locations that were overseas. Mm-hmm. And
2: whatnot,
0: one of the things that that I've realized is that you have to speak the language and the culture mm-hmm. of where you're going to advertise. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, uh, I, I'm not going to say who it was, but one of the companies I represented several years ago was opening up a location in mm-hmm. uh, Shanghai mm-hmm. and uh, you know, obviously a lot different than here. Mm-hmm. Well, in order to advertise effectively in that culture, you have to understand what that culture deems acceptable right, mm-hmm. and what they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of things that we think over here that the rest of the world doesn't mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. So you have to do your research. You have to understand the culture that you're going to be advertising. Mm-hmm. And that even goes not only, um, you know, over uh, the overseas, but that's the, you know, what you could advertise here in Georgia mm-hmm. is different than California. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so you have to understand the people that you're talking to. It all goes mm-hmm. back to that, that target audience and understanding them speaking their, their mm-hmm. language. And, uh, you know, Coca-Cola does, has done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh um, like you mentioned, uh, and, you know, with, one of the things that I looked at is um, recently I had a client that's trying to uh, recruit people to attend classes um, online virtually. Mm-hmm. Since mm-hmm. COVID happened, a lot of education is online. And one of the things that they wanted to do was mirror their classes that they already have online in the same time frame. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, nine o'clock in the morning here is six o'clock in the morning in India. Well, mm-hmm. so if you're going to India, you're going to run over their dinner time. Mm-hmm. So then I thought, well, what time do they eat dinner in India? Right. Well, they might not eat at six. They don't. Mm-hmm. They eat between eight and midnight. Ah. Which is completely different than here. Mm-hmm. They have lunch between one and four. Mm-hmm. So, but if I didn't look that up, I wouldn't have known mm-hmm. that we would have made mistakes and wasted mm-hmm. money. Right. I'm very big against wasting money. Yes, you know? yes,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, and 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 it does, you know, if, if like you said, it takes research. Um, you know, even things like colors to use, words to use. I mean, all of those various things. And, you know and 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 of course it's even in the. US I mean we have four time zones. so that's always you know especially like with all the zooms that we've been doing right you know it's like, okay well it's lunchtime for me and my California friends are like, uh-uh <laughs> you know? and then somebody else says, well, let's do it at 6 pm. I'm like, wait a minute is that nine for me or is that, you know? right. and you know and, and so it does it makes it difficult to to figure those things out. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's just part of doing business. I mean, you know, again, if you want to be successful, you research those things back to the marriage thing. You know, what does your partner like? Um, You know, if they like going antiquing on the weekends and it's something that you think, yeah, then back to what you said, compromise. Okay. We'll go antiquing one weekend but the next weekend hey let's do something that i like and you know and, and hopefully then then it works out um but but you know, there are obviously times when companies make big changes. Um you know sometimes they have to. I mean you talk about in your book companies that had major things go wrong and and so they they literally changed their names. They did all sorts right. of things. Um, but it's it's been interesting and especially because of of who you've worked for. Um, it was I think last week where Victoria's Secret announced that they're going to do away with the the wings and and all of that. And I mean, clearly, Victoria's Secret has very specific brand that they are targeting. I mean, it's it's young women who wear a size zero, <laughs> which is you know. And and the interesting thing is, they are I think discovering that a their market's getting older. Um, you know, and 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 we're certainly not a size zero, but they're they're not embracing that what is happening with culture. In, especially in the United States where, you know, companies like say dove, because I think dove was one of the first ones that did this started showing. I love it. They, they call them plus size models. I'm like, no, those are average size yeah, people. Normal
2: people. <laughs> yes,
1: you know? And, and so, but yeah, when, when dove target does it too, you know, some of those companies, when they started showing people that looked like me, that look like my neighbor look like my friends, I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, You know, and, and, so it's it's kind of interesting to see how Victoria's Secret is maybe sure. kind of sort of coming into this this century.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, we did the same thing when I worked with them. Is when we we came out with Pink, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and the whole idea with Pink was we had the you know the older sophisticated woman mm-hmm. product, which was Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. We wanted something for college people, right? Mm-hmm. So a younger demographic mm-hmm. we were going after. Mm-hmm. So we came up with this sub brand, if you mm-hmm. will. For the younger demographic. Mm-hmm. Well, as times keep changing, like you just said, the society we live in now is completely different than it was mm-hmm. 20, 30 years ago. Right. So as a company, you have to be able to move along mm-hmm. and adapt to change, mm-hmm. and make those wise decisions mm-hmm. as to what to do and what not to. Mm-hmm. I think recently, uh, Victoria's Secret actually put out their first non-Photoshopped model also. Ah. I mean, uh, that was a, mm-hmm. a huge deal because mm-hmm. right now being authentic mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. huge. Well, in the 80s, being glamorous was huge. Mm-hmm. So but it's a different world now. Mm-hmm. So you have to realize, you know, what you're the mm-hmm. pond you're playing in. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. You know, and, and then other things are going on. Um uh, inclusivity, diversity, right. I mean, all of those things. Now, I mean, there again, it's knowing who your market is, and if your market is say, you know, uh, white CEO men, you know, and let's be honest, that's where, you know, a lot of CEOs are. They are, you know, older white men. I mean, if that's really who you only want to market to, okay, embrace that, go with that. Um, But, you know, if you're looking at, say, CEOs, in general, You know, they, they, it is getting much more diverse. It's getting younger. You know, we've got all these millennials that are starting their own incredibly successful companies, you know, and, and so that's the thing, you know, who are you marketing to? You know, it's, it's, it's back to that again.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the other things that's changed where, I mean, we're doing a study of the ages here. Another one of the things that's changed is our educational system. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up, you had to go to college. Right. If you're going to be anybody, you Mm -hmm. have to go to college. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the reasons CEOs are younger nowadays Mm -hmm. is because they realize that that's not true. Right. You know, nowadays you have the school of the internet. Mm -hmm. As long as you learn something, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how you've learned Mm -hmm. it. When I was growing up, that wasn't true. Right. The only place to get higher education Mm -hmm. was in school. Mm -hmm. And Um, at certain universities.
1: I mean, you know, if you were a scientist, then you went to MIT. Didn't matter that you could get maybe even a better degree somewhere else, but you wanted that MIT degree.
0: That's right. Because it said something to people, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And so, you know, because that has changed as well. And the other thing, you know, just as as quickly as six months ago with the whole pandemic thing, Mm -hmm. all the schools went to online. Mm-hmm. Which just proved to the world that on campus is not necessary. Right. Wait and watch to see how that pans mm-hmm. out for me.
1: Yeah. I mean like I, I've had friends to- that took classes at Harvard virtually. Yeah. They didn't even care what they took. They just wanted to be able to say, Oh my gosh, I've taken classes, you know, from Harvard.
0: Yep, yep absolutely. And mm-hmm. it's it's things like that are are you have to keep your eye on mm-hmm the pulse of what's Mm -hmm. going on in the world right? Um, because things change and people don't like change business Mm -hmm. owners, particularly do not like Mm -hmm. change Mm -hmm. and uh, keeping, you know, keeping your ear to the ground, keeping your eye on the horizon, Mm -hmm. know what's coming and being able to make that, um, that, you know, objective decision Mm -hmm. as to what you will and Mm -hmm. won't go with. That's part of being a business Mm -hmm. owner. right? That's why not everybody does it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, and, and, it's funny i was just thinking the other day i was you know watching tv again and i don't remember who the product was for but everybody in the commercial had masks on you know and 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 it was funny because i this whole time i yeah. have thought i you know tv shows are going to not they're going tv shows commercials all things are going to yeah. regret that they filmed episodes that they had commercials with masks on because it's unless they reasonable. never show them again, we're going to look at that and go, okay, that's old, that's dated, yeah. um, you know, and and so, yeah, you know, that's kind of one of those things where you have to weigh, okay, this is what's going on in the real world. But what are the ramifications? Um, now, yeah. clearly, I mean, there were were obviously things that you 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 needed to show that they were wearing masks and, and right. things like. Or, or I like the commercials that said, you know, in the, in the tiny little print, these commercials were filmed using appropriate social distancing, right? And and I'm like, I don't care. And part yeah. of that is, I mean, you know, I watch TV for escapism. I want to forget that you know what's what's going yeah. on. But you know, so you have to be careful with the trends. I mean, yeah. you know, that's that's the tricky thing.
0: I put off uh, shooting several commercials because of the mask wearing Mm -hmm. thing, Mm -hmm. because if, I mean, part of it, the, the, a lot, you know, and everybody's on a different part of the scale. Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm going to get political with whether COVID was real or masks. Right.
1: It was, it was what it was. Mm -hmm. I had
0: some people that were extremely concerned and Mm -hmm. others that were not. Mm -hmm. Um, But the, the bottom line is regardless of where you were, Mm -hmm. if you were going to shoot a commercial Mm -hmm. during that time, Mm -hmm and have masks in it, you had to recognize that that was a very temporary window.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when you show those commercials, it shows people, yes, you know, I believe in taking care of our mm-hmm. community. And mm-hmm. I believe in all of that stuff. However, now, or six months from now, because mm-hmm. some places are still doing mm-hmm. the mask that know we're not in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Some places um, that are still doing it are, are fine. But mm-hmm. um, eventually, when that goes away, nobody's going to want to see it. Right. So we don't want to be money,
1: reminded about yeah,
0: it. All the money you spent shooting that big documentary mm-hmm. and that commercial mm-hmm. that you made sure people had maxed mm-hmm. in is now not usable. The mm-hmm. shelf life is just—it's gone. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I did during that time is find a way to work around having masks so mm-hmm. that it could have a shelf life mm-hmm. or maybe shoot two versions of it right. or mm-hmm. or just postpone it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, now different parts. Yeah, we the- did
1: see, you know, speaking of retro, we saw yeah old ads and, and things yep. like that coming back again.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, different parts of the world reacted to that, in, you know, in, in different ways, mm-hmm. uh, Georgia, um, cause I, I believe your podcast is all over the place, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, I am here in Georgia. So. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Well, then, you know, we are, are being told what to do with the pandemic was very mm-hmm. limited because mm-hmm. we don't really like to put up with that. Right. So-
1: <laughs> yeah. We never had a mask mandate, <laughs> yeah. for example. Um, mm-hmm
0: but uh, other places they did other places mm-hmm. still do mm-hmm. some places they told people they had to wear too legally mm-hmm. you had to mm-hmm. here if you had told somebody in the south that we'd have been like excuse me what you know yeah.
1: <laughs> not gonna happen no Mm-mm.
0: but um uh, you know it's and you again you have mm-hmm. to know your audience you have mm-hmm. to know where you are a lot of the the businesses here even today when all of that is uh, just about rolled up in mm-hmm. georgia there's still businesses that are closed mm-hmm. or that make you wear a mask and, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And it's because their headquarters is in California right. or, New- mm-hmm. or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So they're making policy based on where their headquarters mm-hmm. is as opposed to where their locations mm-hmm. are. Right. So All of that's part of navigating business. Mm-hmm. You know, business is a, it's a language. It's a skill. Mm-hmm. It's almost like religion. Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. figure out how you're going to navigate. Right, right.
1: So, you know, as, as we've been going through this, one of the things that I've been thinking is, you know, how many people did we just scare off or totally confuse, you know, because now they're thinking, okay, am I authentic? Am I unique? Or am I changing to be like them? You know, do I follow trends? Do I not follow trends? Oh my gosh. So, you know, and, and I realize we, you know, we don't have a lot of time left, but for somebody who just went, yeah. How do we guide them through this?
0: Well, the the um, th- to begin with, if you went through all that and we completely panicked you out because there's so many options. Buy the book. <laughs> yeah. There's a way to do it. Mm -hmm. There's a process that you go through Mm -hmm. that is going to be unique for your company. Okay. What Coca-Cola did and what you're going to do are not necessarily Mm -hmm. the same thing. Right. You can learn from them. Mm -hmm. You can learn from case studies Mm -hmm. and learn from what people did Mm -hmm. right, learn from what people did wrong, Mm -hmm. but your journey is going to be your own. Mm -hmm. However, the process is the same Mm -hmm. and your differences are within that process. So, um, and one, and you
1: call it the straight line marketing process.
0: Yep. Um, and one of the things that uh, that I do in that process is I, I line up who you are. There's you know there's room if it, if it's like this. You know this is the straight line like a mm-hmm. bar. There's room for wiggle room within it, mm-hmm. but you don't go outside of it because right. if you go outside of it, you start wasting money. Mm-hmm. But that room inside is where you find your individuality, mm-hmm. right? It's what's going to apply for me. Mm -hmm. So uh, depending on what your business is, where you're located, who your target audience Mm -hmm. is, what you personally as a business owner Mm -hmm. will stand for. Now, publicly traded businesses are different. Then that's what the board stands for, Mm -hmm. which is more confusing Mm because that's decision by committee. Mm -hmm. But as a business owner, what you want and what you think matters, Mm -hmm. you know? So all of that is going to have an impact as well. So what you have to do is, yes, you can buy the book.
1: Hey, by the way, because you're married walk, to marketing, a relationship guide to business.
0: Yep, it, will, it will walk you through mm-hmm. what those steps are in a way that is uh, not as business um, jargon oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you could go to straightlinemarketingprocess.com and I have mm-hmm. a video series there that talks about it more from a mm-hmm. traditional business standpoint. Mm-hmm. But if you go through those steps, you do it appropriately and you allow yourself to be an individual. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if you have somebody like me that, that's a consultant or uh, an expert that walks along beside you, they can help you navigate it. Mm-hmm. You're not expected to do all of this on your own. Right. It's really hard to grow a business mm-hmm. and maintain a business mm-hmm. and communicate a business mm-hmm. and keep being innovative mm-hmm. all at the same time. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: and then have good. to do your own taxes You know, there's business law and, and, you know, the little business owner's brains went,
0: (laughs) but, you know, everybody is where they are in their journey. Mm -hmm. It takes growth to get to certain Mm -hmm. places. Just learn as much as you can without feeling that you have to know everything Mm -hmm. you want to know enough so that you're confident in the people Mm -hmm. that you use. Right. Yeah. I
1: remember years ago uh, when I was in school, It was it was a program um, where the classes were mandated. You know, we didn't we didn't get to pick and choose what we wanted. It was a very specific cohort program. And so one of the classes was on video production. Now, this is long enough ago that the video room had, you know, it was this giant video thing with, you know, 900 buttons on a panel and and all sorts (laughs) of stuff. And, you know, and I and I remember, you know, I, I stuck up my little hand and I said, I'm never going to have to do this. Why are you making me take this class? Right. Same reason with why we had to learn algebra. Um, and and, you know, the, the professor looked at me and he said, good question. He said, you may never do it yourself, but you're going to manage someone who is. Right. And you have to know enough to know if they're doing it right or wrong.
0: Yep. When I was in school, we had to take typing. On a ah yes mm-hmm. and we thought i am i'm not going to be a secretary why do i have to know mm-hmm. how to do this mm-hmm. look at today mm-hmm. everybody types you mm-hmm. even type on your phone with your thumbs mm-hmm. so typing has become a very good skill that i mm-hmm. learned in eighth in eighth or ninth grade right. that i now use every single mm-hmm. day right. so yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. education is, mm-hmm. is a a very positive thing even if it's like you said just so you're smart about the mm-hmm. decision you' you're making mm-hmm. If you're not actually the one doing all the little details, mm-hmm. a lot of leadership and management is knowing the big picture mm-hmm. and being smart enough to pick those right people to put mm-hmm. in the right places. Yep. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Or even just knowing which books to buy, you know, which videos right. to watch things like that, because Google can just confuse the living daylights out of you. <laughs> you know? And, but yeah, so, so you know, one of the right ones is as we've been saying, you know, people need to, to uh, look at your information, buy the book, But how do people find you online and how do they connect with you?
0: Um, Well, if you remember my name with the initial from the very beginning, if you look up B. Zachary Bennett, you will find me everywhere. I'm at bzacharybennett.com. All of my social media is related to B. Zachary Bennett. So it's facebook.com slash B. Zachary Bennett. I'm at B. Zachary Bennett on Twitter. So yeah, Google B. Zachary Bennett. You will find me everywhere. Uh, My company is... Reformation Productions, you're welcome to look that up as well, reformationproductions.com. And my podcast is straight shot marketing Podcast, and we're everywhere the podcasts live. So um, if you want to hear more from me, I always have something to say. <laughs> Perfect.
1: I love it. You know, and and as I said, the book was great. Um, took me a couple hours to to read through it, and you know, lots of, of great tips, and and so that was fabulous. And then you do have a lot of, of good resources. On your website, um, you know, and, and so I encourage people to look those up because, I, you know, whether we just confused you or if you have just been confused or maybe you're very successful, you know, you could probably there are things that you can tweak and sure. and make better. Um, you know, the, the biggest businesses in the world are continually rearranging things. Sometimes they're like Coke; they do the wrong thing, um, but you know, there you 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 do things to continually make your business better. Otherwise, somebody else is going to run you over um, sure. because they're they're going to come along, and and so you know it, it's it's always great to continue learning to to continue researching all of this.
0: Well, I have um, one of the things that I've done after I came out with this book. Mm-hmm. This book is very much written for people to understand on a very high level. Mm-hmm. After that, I came out with a workbook. Mm. So this is a companion piece for this, where you can take the big picture stuff in here. Uh-huh. And actually, make it real to your own business cool. with questions and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a lot of times when I do my initial consultations, because mm-hmm. I do not only the agency, but I also do mm-hmm. consultant work as well. Um, I'll sit down with people and work through this almost like it's a devotion book, mm-hmm. uh, and for for their um, their marriage, mm-hmm. their business mm-hmm. marriage, if right. you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's almost like like couples counseling, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how how this works. Mm-hmm. So the people that, because I've had a lot of people, oh, I love your book. It, it makes so much sense. How do I apply it to me? Mm-hmm. Well, that's where this comes in.
1: Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, this is has been a great discussion, and you know, like I said, it gets back to my roots, and so that's that's <laughs> what I love. But do you have any final thoughts for everybody?
0: No, it's just uh, being a business owner is hard. Mm-hmm. Stay out there, do what you can, and uh, don't lose faith. Uh, You know, I I believe in the American dream. I believe in in capitalism uh, in its purest form. And if you are in America, at least, if you work hard enough, you can do anything you want to do. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise, but you're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have to do the homework. You just need somebody to help you know what those things are, which is what education is for.
1: Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, this really has been fantastic and and I hope that people, you know, learn something from it. I definitely did and and so, you know, that that's always great fun. Um but I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a fascinating discussion with B Zachary Bennett. And until next time, everyone have a great day.